You're listening to a podcast, Yeli Castro Show. I am Eli Castro. I'm Emeline Ramos. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. Now, Christmas time is upon us. So I started thinking about like the best Christmas ever, right? And usually the best Christmas ever is associated with uh, really, really cool gifts. So what was your favorite Christmas gift growing up? Ooh, I remember I was like, I was 10 years old and I got a, a mini pinball machine. Okay, so we're talking about the 80s. Yes, early 80s. And it was a it was a tabletop pinball machine, but it was identical to a regular pinball machine, had all the mechanics. It was baseball. The, was it digital? It was the 80s. Nothing was really digital back then. I, I agree. I remember it was great because nobody in the neighborhood had gotten like any major toys like that. And when I got it, it was like... No, they probably had a baseball and a bat and they played out in the field. That was it. That's what we had. Because this was in the Dominican Republic. So definitely nobody in our neighborhood had anything like that. So you were like, I got a better idea. Let's not play out in the baseball field. Let's come play in my kitchen, right? On my kitchen table. We can play baseball indoors and not even have to do any exercise. Right. Except I made it into a little gambling thing. So I would have everybody put in a quarter and whoever won would take it. And since it was mine, I was really good at it. And of course, you probably practiced for hours and hours. You got it. You're not going to invite people until you've mastered the game. Correct. So I was uh, I had a little scheme going while I was making good money. So you were hustling uh, when you were 10 years old. You know it. Right. That, so that was your <laughs> your favorite Christmas gift was the gift of hustling at 10 years of age. Yes. Uh, Emily. I would have to say that my favorite gift was probably when I was like eight or nine, and it was a pink bike with training wheels. Okay, that, that seems like a really, really cool gift. Did it have one of those uh, baskets up front? The little No, this one didn't have a basket, but what I can remember from it is that it had like a big uh, banana seat. Like So you didn't know how to ride a bike before then? Nope, I didn't know how to ride a bike, so that's why I had training wheels. So you got the bike, and then what? Well, I was able to ride it in the basement with training wheels because, you know, it's winter in Chicago, so you can't really ride outside. Oh. Uh, well, that, that was going to be my question. So when do you get to ride a bicycle living in Chicago when you get it for Christmas? You know, late spring, in the summer. Um, so I would ride in the basement. So you got a gift that you weren't going to enjoy till May. No, no, no. I enjoyed it in the basement. <laughs> so you rode it like, is that where your father taught you how to ride a bike was in the basement? No, 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 no. Papi didn't teach anybody anything. Papi didn't have the temper for that. So Santa got you a bike and then didn't tell your dad to teach you how to ride this bike? No, dad was not allowed to teach us how to do anything. Mommy wouldn't let him. Uh, why? Because Poppy doesn't have the patience for any of that. So in the summer, my cousins taught me how to ride a bike. Why didn't your mom teach you how to ride a bike? Mommy doesn't know how to ride bikes. Oh, so you had a bike for six months that you couldn't ride. So you would just, what, take it to the basement and, and push it around because you can't ride it. No, it had training wheels. I was able to ride it with the training wheels in the basement. Unsupervised by yourself. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the Father of the Year Award for the city of Chicago for the decades of the 80s and 90s goes to... My father. <laughs> My favorite gift uh, growing up was a Commodore 64. And it was the milk chocolate colored um, keyboard, which is like a fat keyboard. And it came with a hard drive right? Milk, chocolate colored. And it, it does when you had the floppy disks, the actual floppy disks that were floppy in nature. And the computer monitor was a TV. So we had this little 13 inch TV that my parents bought with the system, right? So you had a keyboard, 
uh, a C drive, right, the hard drive, and a TV, a 13-inch color TV as a monitor. And I thought, oh, my God, I feel like, I don't know, I could work for the government. This was, like, you know, incredible because you could, like, program and put code and then press enter and run. And, and you would have, like, this little ball, you know, travel across the screen. And you would, like, this is serious computer programming in the 80s. And the games would come in floppy disks, and you couldn't touch a little part of the disk because if you touched the wrong part, you would erase the game. Remember that? Yep. And they would come in the, these little envelopes, and you'd have all these games in these little thin envelopes, and you'd put them in a little in a little case, and you'd be like, yo, check out my games. And they were the corniest, worst games in the world. Did they get you a printer, too, or they just got you the that, computer? Yeah, the printer came the next Christmas. <laughs> so, Easy. So that Christmas to the next one, you couldn't do any homework that you could print out. Absolutely not. That was a great excuse, too. I was like, hey, well, we didn't get the printer. Santa right. said to wait another year. <laughs> So guess what? We have the honor of having an elf actually visit us at El Podcast. That's awesome. So I figured we have to ask him some questions because I've always had questions uh, for an elf. What I've do you think? always wanted to be an elf. Yeah? Since when? Since I was little. Since you were hustling? Since <laughs> yes. you were Since you were hustling other kids, you thought, <laughs> maybe if I was an elf, I could actually get more money. Right. Hustle some more gifts. Oh my gosh, this is super exciting. Can I ask the first question? All right, here we go. Let's, well, let's bring him in. Mr. Elf, come this way. How are you? I am doing fantastic as always. All right. Uh, actually, for the first question, I'm going to give it to Emily. I just really want to know, where do you live? I live in the center of the North Pole on Candy Crush Mountain. Okay, cool. Uh, now, do you actually have a specific address? No. We just say we live at the top of Candy Crush Mountain. There's no addresses. All the elves live in the same spot? No, there's different houses, but we're just too lazy to give them addresses. So if I wanted to write to you, like, what do I put? You just put Candy Crush Mountain and you put to Arnold. Oh, okay, because that's your name? Yes. Now, do elves have last names? No, we do not have last names. So every elf has an original first name? Yes, we do. Did you hear that, Jose? There's only one Jose elf in the North Pole. How many Jose's do you have to deal with? Have you seen the phone book and how many Jose Rodriguez's they are? Maybe I should move to the North Pole so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Well, you know the Jose Elf in the North Pole doesn't have to worry about the Jose A. Rodriguez with a warrant. Right. I'm sure when he gets to TSA, he has no problems. No, it's Jose Elf. Go right on through. So, Arnold, uh, how many hours do you work? I work 10 hours. 10 hours. So, Santa is a slave driver, huh? Uh, no, he's actually a very kind person. Oh, man. Really? So do you talk to Santa a lot? Uh, no, I I am not in that rank to talk to Santa. Wait a minute, so how do you know Santa's a great guy if you've never talked to him? People say he's a great guy and no one lies in the North Pole. Oh, that is so cool. How can you be certain that no one lies in the North Pole? Jose, how dare you? How dare you question the credibility of an elf? He just told you that nobody lies in the North Pole. See, I bet you you're on the naughty list. Perate, I thought all elves know Santa. <laughs> Wait a minute, oh, this thing is getting heated. Okay, one issue at a time. Let's deal with let's deal with the honesty I- issue first. Well, last time I heard an elf lied, he got his magic taken away forever. Ooh, there you go, Jose. Yeah, you don't play. In the North Pole, you just don't lie. Especially if you hear about somebody lying and they got their magic powers taken away, you're like, I get it. I'll tell the truth from now on. So the elf got his magic powers taken away and kicked out of the North Pole, or he still lives there, but he has no magic powers? When an elf gets his magic taken away, he just fades. Wow, when an elf 
gets his magic powers taken away, he fades like into thin air. So he just disappears and no longer exists. He's That's it. done. That's it. That is awesome. So Santa killed an elf. I mean, Santa didn't really kill him. Santa said, hey, don't lie or you will die. And then if you lie, then you pretty much killed yourself. He doesn't say die. He says disappear. Fade. Yeah. That's even worse. You just fade. So Santa is in charge of the mafia. Yes. He's the head boss of the mafia. Yeah, Santa is the mob mob boss of the North Pole. Yeah, he will make you fade away. Now, Elf Arnold, Emmeline brought up a good point. She says, I I thought all elves uh, knew and talked to Santa. Is that right, Emmeline? Yeah, that's, I thought all elves knew Santa. Well, it's Santa's gift to us that when we begin our jobs in the North Pole, we meet Santa, we get to talk to him, but once you have your job set up, you either talk to him or you can't talk to him. So basically, Santa, the mob boss, meets you at orientation, right? right? And says, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm the boss, right? Know me, got it? Okay, I know you. Now don't talk to me again unless you're of proper rank. So it's not till you move up in rank that then you get to see Santa again. You just... right. Met him and that's it. Until then, don't talk to me. Talk to your whoever your supervisor is. Don't even mention my name. Right. So let me ask you, do you have a supervisor? Yes, I do have a supervisor and her name is Kennedy. Kennedy. And what is Kennedy in charge of? She's in charge of my group of elves. We split up into squads and she oversees the tricks we pull on families. So what specifically are your duties in the North Pole? Well, my duty is a very important one. I take care of two families. One is in Asia and one is actually in Florida. In their morning, I'm there. And in their night, I'm in Asia taking care of the other family. And by taking care of, what do you mean? I pull tricks on them, make the kids laugh until they head out. Wow, so you don't even like build toys? I build toys on my breaks. How long is your day as an elf? Because it doesn't seem like it, it's like a human 24 hours. How, like, how long does an elf day last? Well, for us, an elf day is two weeks. Your one day is two weeks long? Yes. No wonder they get so much stuff done. So how old are you then? I am 16 years old. 16? Yes. In human years. So in human years, how old are you? Santa doesn't teach us about human years. He just teaches us about elf years. Okay, so we're stuck then. Well, I'll do the math real quick. There's 52 weeks in a year. If every two weeks is one day, that it would be 26 weeks. So there's 26 days in their year. You start multiplying that times 16, so 26 times 16. So Elf Arnold is 416 years old. 416 years old. Oh, man. Wow. You, you look amazing. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, he, you look like a little kid. Yeah, He looks barely 16. Yeah, that's just the magic powers. We barely age. Oh, so what other magic powers do you have? You know, the, the magic powers that you don't want to lose if you lie. I have the power to fly. Um, I have the power to leap through time. The power to teleport. And, ah, yes, the power to detect lies. Oh, interesting. They can detect lies, but they can't lie. Think about it, Jose. We have the magic power to lie. We have a magic power that elves don't have. They can fly and go through time, but they can't lie like we do every day. So he can detect lies. Well, how do you know if he's never lied? 
That's true. It's like me being a food critic for truffles when I've never tasted a truffle. Right. You wouldn't know what it tastes like. I'd have no idea. So that's kind of a useless magic power, if you ask me. So why don't we have him tell a lie so that then he can figure out if it is a lie? No, you crazy. He'll lose his magic powers and he'll fade away. Okay, okay. I got a question. How does one become one of Santa's elves? Well, if you wake up at exactly 1.11 in the morning... You will see an elf use his magic powers. And if you are witness to this, the elf gives you an option to join him. So 1.11 in the morning, if I wake up and see an elf performing magic in front of me, he'll give me the option to become him? Hold on, because I'm setting my alarm clock for 1.11 right now. Yeah, so what if I just set my alarm? Does that count? Or is that like is that like a way of cheating slash lying, possibly fading away into oblivion? This might come off a little creepy, but as soon as nightfall hits, he scans everything in your house and has full control over it. So if you set an alarm for 1.11 a.m., he'll turn it off immediately. Oh, so it's almost like a calling. It's almost like it has to be meant to be. You know, that's starting to make a lot more sense of why I've been late for work a lot of times. There's an elf in my house, and he's just messing around with the alarm clock. It's making more sense now. You need to wake up and see him. I've been trying. I wanted to become an elf. Can I be an elf, Elf Arnold? Well, we don't have a Jose in the North Pole, so yeah, you can be an elf. So you know why they don't have a, an elf Jose in the North Pole, right? Yeah, because he lied and he disappeared. He faded away, man. Faded away. Okay, and I, and I almost have a feeling like you're going to follow in his footsteps, okay? And if you suspect there's an elf lurking around your house, please don't look at him. Please don't acknowledge him. And definitely please don't accept his invitation to become an elf. That's a good idea because some... Something tells me I wouldn't last too long up there. All right, so let's wrap this up with Elf Arnold, who's been kind enough uh, to spend some time with us during the busiest time of the year. So what do you get paid? I get paid three and a half candy canes an hour. Three and a half candy canes an hour. That that doesn't seem like a lot. So is that something you guys use as currency in the North Pole, or you guys get to eat them? (laughs) Well, we use them as both. So we get paid, then we go home. We put them in a box, and it adds that to our candy cane funds, and we eat them. So question, how much is a a house uh, where you live in candy canes? Five candy canes. You can get a house for five candy canes, but... But you get three and a half candy canes an hour? That's a lot of houses you can buy. We should go up there and invest in real estate, right? Yeah, oh, my God. I could, I could own cities. Right? Any other questions? Any final questions for our friend Elf Arnold? So, Elf Arnold, what do you feel is the best gift you've ever given somebody? The best gift I've ever given somebody. I'm hoping he says Commodore 64, Commodore 64. No, pinball machine. Pinball machine. Pinball machine was not a great gift. Are you kidding me? That's like a bottom of Santa's bag kind of gift. You know how much money I made off of that pinball machine? Three candy canes. (laughs) Hmm. So the best gift I've ever given somebody is a Nintendo 2DS. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Last question. Last question. Do elves tell Santa who's been naughty and nice? Like, are you guys responsible for that? Yes, we are. There's a class called gossipers who float around the ozone layer of the earth and look at every little boy and girl and then report back to Santa who they think is naughty and nice. 
Gossiper elves? You gotta be kidding me. There's a class of elves called gossiper elves? Please tell me that the gossiper elves come from some kind of Latino background. Yes. The only elves that can be recruited for that job are Latinos. Oh, you see that? I'm telling you, we exist in the North Pole. 10 a.m. Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. So I figured it's the best time of the year to play White Elephant on a podcast. What do you think? Nice. I'm excited. So we need minimum of six people. So we have you. We have Emmeline. Uh, myself. I'm going to bring in my son uh, for this game. Here he is, Alexi Castro. Hello, peoples. Okay, great. We needed two more people, so we asked Elf Arnold to stick around. Uh, Elf Arnold, thank you so much for sticking around. Yeah, man. I enjoy Elf Podcast. And for our final person, I invited Mr. X. Oh, man, are you serious? Yes, Mr. X, if you remember, uh, made his debut in a podcast in episode 94. Uh, and he's going to join us because we needed that sixth person, Jose. That's fine. I just want to make sure he doesn't burn himself with one of the gifts. No, he's not going to burn himself. Uh, just to remind our listeners, he suffered a minor accident uh, with fireworks. Uh, but he's okay now, and he's not going to get burned. None of these gifts are going to burn him. Uh, Mr. X, uh, welcome to a podcast once again. Hello, Ellie. Emmeline? Looking great as usual. Alexi, always wanted to meet you. Elf, Arnold, Jose. Welcome. Yeah, whatever. Okay, awesome. So you guys are good? Everybody's good? Jose? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, so there's six gifts wrapped in the middle of this table, as you can see. There are six of us. So I'm going to start. I'm going to take a gift. I'm going to open it. The next person can steal my gift or open another gift, and we'll go around the table until everybody's got a gift. After you open it and we see what it is, right? Of course. Okay. Now, here's the caveat. Every gift in the middle of this table I got from a free listing on Craigslist. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm really excited now. Yes. Got it? <laughs> Everybody right. understand the rules? Yes. Yeah, I'm ready. Hold on. Just uh, one minute. I don't understand the rules. This is not how we play it at the North Pole. Okay, I'm sorry, Elf Arnold. How do you play White Elephant in the North Pole? Uh, we give each other white elephants. Duh. Okay. Well, here on Earth, it's kind of like a, like a gag gift. You know, it's kind of like a joke. And you're supposed to see who gets stuck with the worst gift. So, do you understand the rules? Yes, I do. Alexi? Uh, yeah. What order is this going in? I'm going to go first. You're going to go second. Uh, Mr. X will go third. Elf Arnold will go fourth, Jose will go fifth, and Emmeline will go sixth. Good? Mr. X, you understand? Uh, yeah, of course. I play this every year. Okay, good. All right, here we go. I go first. The present I open is a free car hood, a silver Mercedes-Benz hood. The model and year are unknown, has some dents. Okay, so I got a silver Mercedes-Benz car hood. Do you always want one? Absolutely not. I have no idea what I'm going to do with it, but uh, it's mine. Uh, next up, Alexi. All righty. I got two male rats. Comes with a cage and food. They are sweet, very gentle, and good with gentle kids. They do not bite. What, what kind of gift is this? Notice how it says they're good with gentle kids. So basically, if, if you're not a gentle kid, these are not the rats to have. So if you have a naughty kid, it's definitely getting bitten is what it's saying. If they're, he's on the naughty list, he's getting bitten. Yeah, they're going to get eaten up. All right, uh, who's next? Uh, I am Ellie. Um, okay, I'm just going to grab my gift. So, Mr. X, do you want to steal a gift or do you want to open a gift? Because those are the rules. You get a chance. Uh, Jose, I know how to play this game, okay? Uh, thank you. 
for that, okay? I don't need your advice, nor do I need you to coach me, okay? I'm going to grab a gift because I don't feel like stealing a hood or two rats, okay? Which I'm sure you're pretty familiar with, right? A hood and a rat? <laughs> wow. Let's see. My gift is... A 40-ounce jar of Peter Pan crunchy peanut butter, unopened and sealed. Best to use by September 2018. Note, even though the best to use date has come and gone, it is still good to eat. I think that's a better gift. You just got old peanut butter is what you got if you didn't read it right. It expired September of 2018. Yeah, whatever, Jose. I've got my peanut butter, all right? Deal with it. Yay, it's my turn. All right, uh, it is Elf Arnold's turn. Now, Elf Arnold, you can, as Jose reminded Mr. X, you can steal one of the gifts or you can open one. Remember, they only get worse. Well, I'm going to steal. Why would he steal? He's an elf. He's supposed to open up a gift. Elves aren't supposed to steal. It's not stealing, technically. It's just a game, Jose. Relax. Right, but it goes into their... Shh. Yeah, Jose, relax, okay? It's called White Elephant. It's called having fun, okay? Are you even capable of that? Oh, I'm very capable. I just don't want Elf Arnold to go back to the North Pole and then get told, hey, you're going to fade away because you stole when you were in Earth. All right, calm down, teacher's pet, okay? Jose, can we just play the game? All right, guys, relax. Elf Arnold, what are you going to steal? I think I'll steal the peanut butter. All right, makes sense, right? Because they like their sweets. Uh, all right, who's next? Uh, I guess it's my turn because I no longer have a gift. Great. So, um, I got, uh, garden rocks. A garden bed full of rocks. The heavier red rock, not the porous lighter rock. So, uh, there you go. I still think it's better than a hood and a couple of rats. All right. Uh, who's next? My turn. Jose, go ahead. All right. Uh, this is pretty easy. I'm gonna steal the peanut butter. Oh, looks like the peanut butter is the popular gift. I just wanted peanut butter, please. All right, you know what? Elf Arnold is our special guest. You cannot steal from Elf Arnold, okay? Certainly if he doesn't approve. I certainly wouldn't want to steal from one of Santa's elves. So go ahead and pick a present. That's a good idea. So I'll just go ahead and pick a present. Wow, I just... Three life-size and anatomically correct dolls. Original owner purchased them when he was lonely, he says. And now that he's married, wife told him to get rid of them. Their names, Susie, Sakia, and Tenshi. Oh, Jose, that is perfect. That's exactly what you need, Jose, to keep you company in your lonely, miserable life. Three dolls. Ha, 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 ha. Eat Mr. X, please. Okay, Jose's being good. Jose, that's an amazing gift. Congratulations. Hey, I can always use more friends. At least they're anatomically correct. Right, Ellie? All right, Mr. X. Thank you. Okay, um, I don't. I really don't think anybody's going to steal those, uh, Jose. So you, you might be safe with those three dolls. Uh, our last contestant is Emmeline. Emmeline, are you going to steal or pick the last gift on the table? I'm going to pick the last gift on the table. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see. I just got a human-sized hamster wheel. It is fully functional and can accommodate an adult up to 200 pounds. Also comes with 50 pounds of shredded newspaper. Oh, man, I wanted that. Oh, man, that sounds like so much fun. All right, so um, I was going to go next with my last turn because I went first, but I'll yield it to you so you can steal it. Sweet. 
So now my son is going to have a human-sized hamster wheel in his room. Oh, yeah. You know, we should tie some electrical cords to it so that we can actually maybe run electricity. Wouldn't that be great? That's a great idea. That'll bring down your power bill. <laughs> you want a you wanna human-sized hamster wheel? That Ponta Correl, so you can feed the lights into the whole house. Exactly. So let's, let's do a recap of all the gifts we got. I got a free car hood, a silver Mercedes-Benz hood. Uh, Alexi, what did you end up with? I ended up with a human-sized hamster wheel. All right. Uh, Elf Arnold. Well, I ended up with uh, my great 40-ounce jar of peanut butter. Uh, you know, come to think of it, that's actually a pretty cool gift. Uh, Mr. X? Uh, I got a garden bed full of rocks, and that's the heavier red rock, of course, because why would you want the poorest lighter rock? But, hey, better than three dolls. All right, Mr. X. Uh, Jose, what did you end up with? I ended up with three life-size, anatomically correct dolls, something Mr. X has never been able to play with. Oh, okay, Jose. All right, I've got a couple of fireworks with your name on it. All right, and Emily? So I guess I get the two male rats that came with a cage and food, and they are supposedly very gentle. Isn't that perfect that the doctor ended up with the two rats, which now technically are lab rats? Right, and she'll be able to take care of them. Perfect. Best Christmas ever. Yes. And that was it, podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Emily Ramos. I'm Jose Rodriguez. I'm Elf Arnold. I'm Mr. X. And I'm Alexi. For more information on my shows, mi gente, you can go to elliecastro.com, including the off-Broadway premiere of my one-man show, Made in Puerto Rico, coming to New York City this March. For tickets, elliecastro.com. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Bye. Oh, man, I'm going to enjoy that hamster wheel. I'm out with my friends. All three of them. <laughs> Have fun with that. Remember to be nice. The gossipers are always watching.